The Productive Woman, Episode 53. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Once again, thank you for joining me. In this episode, I'm going to share some thoughts about authenticity and its impact on our ability to be productive. You'll find links and some additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 53. This episode is brought to you by lynda.com. You can get a free 10-day trial of lynda.com's outstanding video courses by going to lynda.com slash tpw. Before I get into the, the main topic, I've got a tool of the week for this episode. Now, I haven't done this in a while, but I did recently find something that I'm really liking, and I thought I'd share it with you. And this is a web-based service called Headspace. It's actually a website and then apps for your mobile devices. And what it does is it provides guided meditation exercises. Now, I know some of you maybe think that meditation is a little too, you know, woo-woo. And that's kind of what I've always thought. It's not something I've ever considered doing. But this isn't necessarily related to any sort of spiritual practice, although there are some spiritual practices uh, that incorporate meditation. But this is something, at least for me, in the way I'm using it, it's a little different from that. Someone I respect recommended it as a way to manage worry or anxiety, sort of like a workout for the brain, learning to be more aware and more present in the moment instead of being distracted and worried about things from the past or what's coming up in the future. Some of us who want to accomplish a lot of things, you know, not you, of course, I'm sure, but some of us, uh, some of us can get distracted and have a hard time being focused and, and quiet in our minds. And meditation, which I kind of think of as intentional, focused thinking, can help with that. Uh, and so this goes along with one of my words for this year, if you remember from previous episodes earlier this year when I talked about my three words for the year, one of those is connect. And part of that is my desire to be more connected with, among other things, my own feelings and emotions and being more present in my daily life instead of always thinking about the past or what I'm going to be doing in the future. So anyway, this this app and this website called Headspace, I've been I've been trying it and I really like it. I, I, what I do is there's just uh, like a little 10 minute uh, guided meditation. There's a guy with a pretty neat accent uh, who talks you through what to do and how to do it. And it's just 10 minutes in the morning is when I've been doing it. And I've really found it help helping me um, just with the, the get better at kind of controlling my thoughts, I guess, in the sense of being aware of what I'm thinking and focusing on the right things. So I use the app on my iPhone. I find it, as I said, it's, I'm finding it really helpful and maybe you'll like it too. So you can check it out at theproductivewoman.com slash headspace. And I'll put a link in the show notes too. I'm not an affiliate or anything. I don't get any kickback. I just found this app and I'm really, really enjoying it. So I thought I'd share it with you. 
Okay, so let's get into the topic. Uh, as I was thinking about what to discuss this week, uh, the thing, the topic, or the idea that kept coming coming up for me is this idea of authenticity, being who we really are. And a lot of different thoughts uh, came to mind as uh, I was considering this. One of them was uh, something that happened actually to my husband when he was an undergrad. Uh, he was he went to his finished his undergrad degree in music composition while I was in law school in Ithaca, New York. And Mike leaned toward very melodic writing, but his advisor was always pushing him to get outside of his comfort zone, stretch a little bit, do something a little different, a little unique, instead of the sort of classical, traditional, melodic kinds of writing. And one of the things that this advisor told Mike was, you know, what you just handed in, that sounds like Brahms, and we don't need another Brahms. We already had Brahms. Give me McClellan. And uh, I've always thought, I've thought of that from time to time and how uh, that really stretched Mike to reach for his own individual style of music composition, but it also has been something I've thought about in my own life in terms of finding my own voice. Um, and as I was pondering all of this and thinking about what I wanted to say and uh, I, I thought it was really interesting that uh, I... I got check my email, and as I'm scanning through the list of new emails, I see one where all I saw was the the ray line that said, "Laura, stop trying to be someone else," and that really caught my attention, and and frankly got me thinking about whether I'm doing just that, thinking thinking about authenticity, how hard it is, and how scary it can be just to be myself. When I was in high school. I really admired my choir director's wife. She was young. She was only a few years older than me and very pretty and had a beautiful voice. And at that time, singing was really important to me. I took voice lessons from her for a while. And then I became part of a group that she sang with that her husband, my choir director, directed. And we became friends over the next couple of years. And I, I really admired her so much, the way she sang, the way she dressed, the fact that she sewed her own clothes. Um, later, as I became a young wife and mother, I admired the way she cared for her children. And, and in a lot of ways, I, I patterned myself after her. I remember buying a pair of shoes that were just like a pair that she had that I thought were really cool. So, so she's always been a role model for me. And there's nothing wrong with admiring someone who's admirable. And nothing wrong with learning by watching, but I'm not her. And uh, you know, I've realized over the course of my life that I, I need to find my own voice, my own style, and not judge myself by comparison to her or anybody else, not try to be like her, learn from what, what she does that's admirable, but still be myself. It's important for us as women, as human beings, to be authentic, and it can be really hard to do. Um, authentic means being who we really are and showing who we really are. And both of those things can be a challenge. You know, maybe because we've been shamed or rejected after expressing our fears or our real self to someone, 
many of us spend our lives trying to change ourselves into the person we think other people want us to be. I read an interesting article uh, as I was kind of researching and doing some reading in preparation for this episode, uh, and I'll put a link in the show notes to this article called Three Thorny Obstacles to Being Authentic. And in it, the author talks about these obstacles to authenticity, to being and showing who we really are. And the the three obstacles that the the author wrote about were protecting our self-image, uh, what we, you know, that image we put out that we want people uh, to think well of us. And so we create that, um, that image for them to see and we begin maybe to believe that's who we're supposed to be. Uh, so protecting our self-image, the fear of rejection, and the shame of being seen for who we really are. I, I used to, I've often, I guess I, I can't even say used to, I have often over the course of my life said I'm uh, only half jokingly, I'm I'm the kind of person that wants everybody to like me and thinks no one does. And I think a lot of us struggle with that. We, there's this f- um, fear, maybe, of of letting people see the real us because we think, well, if they if they saw who we really are, if they see who I really am, they they would judge me and I would be found lacking. You know, they wouldn't like me. So how is this relevant to productivity? Well, you know, as we talk about productivity in this show, we we think of it not in terms of how much stuff we get done, but that's uh, in the sense of being able to manage our lives in such a way as to accomplish the things we care about most and to make that life that matters. And when we feel unable to be our real selves, to... Uh, to follow our true passions, our true, you know, our path, then we're limiting our ability to truly accomplish those things that really matter most to us. We uh, find ourselves looking around to see what everybody else is wearing, what they're doing and how they're doing it, and we try to fit in. Uh, I I know that, that I do that. I mean, I find myself drawn that way in how I do this podcast, I listen to other podcasts, particularly some of the other ones that I really uh, enjoy on that, that talk about productivity. And I find myself thinking, oh, I should do it that way, or I should be more this, or I should sound more like that. And my insecurities can get the better of me at times. Or often what I think as I'm, you know, thinking about what to talk about, I find myself thinking, well, what I'm doing has already been done, or or what I want to say has already been said a million times, and better than I can do it, or better than I can say it, so maybe I should just sit down and shut up. Uh, I don't know, do you you ever find yourself feeling that way, or is it just me? I I don't think it is, because I've had these conversations with other women, and, and as we've talked about early on in the podcast, one of the reasons I wanted to do this show was to uh, create this dialogue where we can be real with each other, where we can be our authentic selves and, and be, you know, transparent to a point so we can feel safe and, and feel encouraged to, to do that. I mean, if we, if we can let down the walls, we can learn from each other, Right. Um, and even though that's the purpose of this podcast, 
I've found it difficult at times to maintain that transparency because I, you know, I want you to like the show. I want you to uh, learn from it or, or benefit from it in some way. I want you to find it helpful. And so sometimes I find myself thinking, well, what should I talk about? What, you know, what would be the right thing to talk about instead of um, just, I don't know, speaking from my heart, I guess. And I, I don't want to go down that path. I want this to be uh, a place where we can be real with each other. And I hope that you find it that way and that you will uh, feel like, you can safely respond. I, I do welcome your comments and your questions and your participation in this process. And so when I'm thinking, you know, well, what I want to do, somebody else is already doing it. They're doing it better than I could do. Uh, so I should just not do it, even though it's something that's really on my heart. But the fact is, even if somebody's already doing what I'm doing, what you want to do, if, even if somebody has already said what you have on your heart to, to say, whether it's to a person or writing a book or a blog post or whatever, it hasn't been said by you, which mean it, it, it means it hasn't been said the way you would say it uh, with the background and the experiences and the perspective that you bring to it. And I have to keep reminding myself, as, and I've been really fortunate because at various times people have come into my life and reminded me of that, that even though, you know, whether it's productivity or, or, or you know, whatever else that I'm, I'm wanting to talk about or write about, even though it's, it's been talked about and written about and taught about for many, many years, I still have something unique to contribute to that conversation. And so do you. And I guess that's the point of this episode as I was thinking about this and, and thinking about the way we as women censor ourselves and uh, maybe discount the contribution we can make, that each one of us has something unique and valuable and important to contribute to the conversation about whatever it is that the conversation is about. Um, and that's, and so we need to give ourselves permission to do that. You know, we, and, and to not be so hard on ourselves. The fact is we tend to compare our first drafts or our early attempts to do something to other people's finished products. And we think I, you know, what I, my, what I just did is not as good as what this other person can do. And so I, I feel intimidated or paralyzed and I just don't start, you know, how many, how many things have you not tried because you wondered what other people would think? Uh, how many things have you done that have maybe been less than satisfying to you because instead of doing it your way or doing what really was in your heart to do, you did what other people expected you to do. I mean, I, you know, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm guilty of that. And I'm trying to, as part of this, you know, ongoing process of connecting with myself, really thinking about what is in my heart and what can I do to express that to bring the best of what I am to the table. And I ask you that same question. What's really in your heart to do that you've been holding back? 
because it doesn't fit the image that you think people have of you. A lot of the articles I read in researching, uh, you know, preparing for this episode, were talking about authenticity in relationships and how being authentic or inauthentic can help or hinder relationships. But again, I've been thinking about it more in the sense of accomplish the things that accomplishing the things that matter to me, you know, or for you, accomplishing not the you know the things that matter to you specifically. Uh, whatever that is in your world, it's, it's about, uh, when I'm thinking about authenticity, I'm thinking about it more in the sense of, of, um, finding my own voice, my own style, my own approach to whatever it is that I'm doing. Uh, So this podcast may not sound like anybody else's productivity podcast, but it's, it's mine. It's my way of doing it. And whatever it is that you have in your heart to do, the important thing is to find your voice, your style, your approach. And this isn't about, you know, rejecting society's conventions just out of hand or rejecting tried and true methods, but about giving ourselves the permission to be who we really are and to do things in a way that speaks to our heart. That, that expresses who we are. It's about valuing what each of us as a unique individual brings to the table. There was a really good um, and very short article by a writer named, I don't know how to pronounce this, Tejal, maybe? Tejal? T-E-J-A-L, Patel. I apologize if she ever hears this. Uh, And this article was called Becoming More Authentic, Accept Yourself and Stop Seeking Approval. And I'll put a link in the show notes. It's really worth reading. And like I said, it's very short. Uh, There's a quote in it that starts this article, a quote from the poet E.E. Cummings uh, that says, it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. And in the article, Patel goes on to say, the world needs us to show up and share our gifts. There is more risk hiding our gifts from the world than expressing them. Our unexpressed ideas, dreams, and gifts don't go away. They destroy our worthiness and confidence. And I just, I thought that was so profound. And I hope you take that to heart as I am trying to do. Uh, Patel, in the article, throws out three steps to kind of overcoming this fear of being authentic. And the first step really spoke to me, which is forgive yourself for your past mistakes. You know, learn from them and then let them go. And give yourself credit for the things that you do well. I got an email today with a writing prompt that I thought was so timely, uh, and that the prompt was, write a letter of appreciation to yourself. And maybe that's your homework from this, uh, this episode. I haven't given homework before, but uh, consider this homework. And, and I'll do it too uh, for myself. But sit down at, with a pen and paper or at your computer screen and write a letter of appreciation to yourself for the good things you've accomplished, for the good characteristics that you have, uh, for the uniqueness that is authentically you and give yourself credit for that. You know, and so like I said before, there's nothing wrong with learning from other people who do what you're trying to learn to do. 
But we all need to give ourselves permission then to put our own spin on it. The email that I mentioned earlier that had the uh, subject line of Laura, stop trying to be somebody else, was written by a, a woman named Jennifer Lee. And this was part of her, I subscribed to her uh, email newsletter. And she's a, a, a really interesting, uh, she's the founder of a company called Artisan Coaching. And she's all about a creative business planning and business operating. And I'll, I'm going to put a link uh, to some of her stuff in the show notes. She's written some great books and really uh, encourages people to be creative in their thinking and, and uh, give, give themselves credit for what they're capable of. And I want to read just a little bit of uh, what she said in this email, but I'm going to put more of it in the, in the show notes for the episode. Uh, she said, it can be tempting to just leverage templates, follow someone's step-by-step -step technique, or rely on boilerplate designs because you think that with those resources you're covered, that if you just do what everyone else is doing, you'll achieve the same results. But here's the thing, you're your own unique creative being with your own unique voice and message. Boilerplate will only get you so far. At some point, you need to think for yourself and trust your own voice. I just thought that was awesome, and it was something I really needed to hear this week. And so I encourage you to check out the show notes, read the rest of what she had to say, and, and maybe consider subscribing to her newsletter, because she sends out stuff just periodically that, that's really encouraging. One last thought uh, as we uh, consider taking the risk, if, if you want to say it that way, of being who, authentically who we are and stepping out and doing whatever it is we've been thinking about doing but maybe been too afraid to try because it's a little off the beaten path. Um, there was a quote that showed up on Facebook today that, again, I just thought was so timely. And this is what it said. No one feels 100% confident. If you believe in something, don't give up. Keep moving forward, even if you're unsure of the outcome. And that's what I want to do with uh, the podcast, with some other things that I've been thinking about and dreaming about doing. And it's what I encourage you to do as well, to be who you are, to bring your gifts, your unique perspective, your unique talents, your unique vision to the world, whether the, you know, the world at large or just the world around you, your children, your spouse, your colleagues, whoever you have uh, the opportunity to interact with, to be who you are, to be authentic in that and be brave enough to do that. And, you know, I will if you will. How about that? So, so what do you think? Do you hesitate to be the real you, to pursue your real passion because it doesn't fit the image you think you should have? Or on the other hand, have you found the courage to step out into your own path? And if so, will you share how you did that? I'd sure love to hear about it. Please feel free to share your thoughts by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 53, where you'll find the show notes and the links for this episode, but you can also scroll down and leave a comment there. Or as always, you can uh, post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. 
or you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or leave a voice message by clicking on the voicemail button there on the website. Uh, lots of ways you can get in touch with me, and I, I do love to hear from you. Um, I, I would like to encourage you once again, if you like the show, tell your friends about it, um, share it with them, and uh, consider leaving a review for the show on iTunes or Stitcher. There are links for that in the show notes. I want to uh, say a special thank you to Tiff South, who left a really nice review on uh, iTunes recently. She said, thank you. You share such an honest and practical perspective to approaching the many demands on our time and energy. And it's great to hear a fellow lawyer pursuing another passion. I'm encouraged by you to continue pursuing my own. So thank you, Tiffany. I, I really appreciate that. And yes, please continue pursuing your passion. And write me a note and let me know what you're working on and... Um, how I can maybe help. A couple of quick thoughts. In an upcoming episode, I'd like to talk about the challenges to being productive when you've got children uh, in your house how we, and how we overcome those things. So if you have any questions or specific challenges that you're struggling with related to being a productive mom, would you please email those to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or again, you can click on the voice button and leave a voice message there. On the other hand, if you've got a tip or approach or something that's really helped you in managing your time and your life and all that with children and uh, help, helping you accomplish the things you want to do, you know, whether it's how you manage getting everybody off to school without losing your mind or a way to carve out time to work on your projects when you have young ones at home, uh, whatever it may be, please share those. Uh, and I think that's about it. Well, if you haven't picked up your free copy of my, what I call my digital toolbox, it's a description of some of the uh, apps and things that I use to be productive. Be sure to check that out on the website. It's free. You can download it with no charge. There's a button in the show notes, or you can just go straight to theproductivewoman.com slash favorite apps. Now, before we wrap up, I do want to say a quick thank you to uh, lynda.com for it supporting the show. Now, lynda.com, which, and that's L-Y-N-D-A.com, this is the place to go for high-quality video tutorials. If there's a skill you've been wanting to learn or something you want to get a little better at, this is where you go. They have over 3,000 courses taught by industry experts. They add more every week. And these cover all skill levels from beginner to advanced. So anything you want to uh, learn about, they've got a course in it. Public speaking, time management, photography, computer skills, uh, anything like that. How to you know, work with your, your new iPhone or any of those sorts of things. Uh, they've, they've got so many courses to choose from. And you get access to their entire library of video courses for one low monthly price. The Productive Woman listeners can get a free 10-day trial by going to lynda.com slash tpw. Again, that's l-y-n-d-a dot slash tpw. During that 10-day free trial period, you get unlimited access to their entire library. So you can try as many of these tutorials as you want. You can, you know snoop around in there and find out what they've got and see if uh, 
see what you think. So do give it a trial by go uh, try that is by going to lynda.com/tpw and let me know what you think uh, after you've tried it out. Thank you once more to lynda.com for supporting the productive woman. And that my friends is it for this episode of the productive woman. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you found something in this that's helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.